Hello everyone, welcome to Totally Reprise, the show where for some reason or another we watch all of Totally Spies. I'm Ashley, and I'm joined by your friend and mine, Molly. Hi, it's me, Molly. Uh, and we have Luke with us. You do? Hi, Luke. Hi. How's it going? Not, not, not much. Oh, okay, yeah. No, same. Big mood. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been, um, it's been a real week. It, it has here. for a lot of reasons. Yeah, um, a lot of a lot of shit going on with a lot, lot, lot of, of things really. still happen in one week, and that's that's a bummer. Yeah, it's you know it happens, but yeah, we're here to record a podcast because it's true. more fun than being sad. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, uh, nope, I lost it. Luke, what you do this week? Uh, let me think. I I went to GameStop. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, hit me with this. Well, I had I realized I had a lot of games that I'm never gonna fucking touch again, and that happens every so often. I thought, well, I should just throw these all in a backpack and go trade them in all at once. Because when you do them in big bulks like that, you actually get an appreciable amount of money. Yeah, it seems it was like, oh, I got six dollars for these two games. That's right, right. Whereas if you wait, you know seven years you get like three hundred dollars and that's something way better yeah mm-hmm. uh but it did also hit me that like it is entirely possible that's the last time i do that because i pretty much just buy games digitally now yeah i, I don't really have many physical games anymore my favorite thing about, like, the apartment we're living in right now is that we have three copies of Monster Hunter World in here. Great. And I'm pretty sure they only ever let you trade in one copy of a game at a time. So, when that happens, it'll be a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but, yeah, yeah I, I ended up with about $300 of credit, and then I just bought Steam gift cards with the money, and I felt like that that felt illegal. But they let me do it. <laughs> It just seems like a bad business decision. Yeah. Like, can I just can I just buy gift cards with this? They're like, yeah. Okay, then. <laughs> I'll never see you again. Bye. Yeah, see ya. <laughs> uh, so I bought uh, I bought a second copy of Dragon Ball Fighters so that I can play with people on the PC. <laughs> okay, good. And then uh, I bought this game that came out a few months ago, uh, Dandara, uh, and it's real cool. Yeah, you were telling us about it. There's no moving, just jumping. Yeah, so it's it's a Metroidvania, and yeah, the idea is you can't move at all. You can use jump, but you, like, surfaces will have, like, a white line on them when you're allowed to stand on them. So you just, like, jump in zigzags across the walls and ceiling to, like, move around and uh, it's it's really neat. And, like, so, yeah, the idea is you're clinging to the ceiling and the walls and, like, the whole map will rotate and turn. And a lot of the, the like, screens are just, like, these weird, crazy spiral shapes. Um, 
And then there's like a lot of like shooter combat in there where you're like firing off energy blasts at guys that are like walking on the walls. It's it's really cool when you get into the zone with it, but also it's like it is a unique enough game that I don't have like any dexterity with how it's supposed to be played, so it's real sure. sloppy. But I can imagine where like if you were really good at this game, it would look it would look cool to watch someone play it. Now, it's like people playing Celeste really well. Yeah. Now, would you say that uh, it is the um, Dive Kick spiritual successor? No, not not no. Uh-uh. <laughs> not okay, even well, a little bit. <laughs> I mean, it just kind of sounds like you move like you move in Dive Kick. That's all. I, I guess a little, but like again, you're doing a lot of you know jumping onto the ceiling and shooting at a guy, but then jumping down to the floor because he's aiming at the ceiling now. That sort of thing. Like, I fought a boss that was kind of the coolest part of this game so far, where it was this giant circular room that had uh, traps that would chase you through this hallway that kind of curved upwards. And you had to, like, circle around this huge thing to get into the center chamber where there's just this giant heart that shoots lasers at you. And you have to just sort of, like, jump around in circles to outrun the lasers while you're shooting at it. And then it does like an AOE attack, so you have to dive down a hallway and back out into the outer chamber. And it's it was just very kinetic and cool. Yeah, that does sound pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, that sounds rad. Anyway, uh, yeah, anything- t- talk, talk about wrestling. I, I'm not going to hold you up. <laughs> <laughs> I, know what, I know what week it is. Hey, Ashley, what'd you do this just weekend? Wake me up this, when this you're whole done. week. Uh, you know, not much. Uh,. <laughs> You know, didn't really do anything. Uh, mostly just hang ar- hung around. Uh, I, I think I may have watched something. Yeah. Okay. Oh, it was wrestling. It was wrestling. I watched a lot of wrestling. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's talk about wrestling. So, Saturday night, uh, we we gathered in the living room and we watched. See, Saturday night's all right for fighting. It's all right for fighting, and we turned on uh, NXT Takeover, um, and it was a very good show. Uh, with a lot of predictable decisions that maybe I don't agree with, but is still, you know, not great. Uh, I mean, but, not bad, you mean? Uh, yeah, not bad, sorry. Um, oh, it did have, like, one of the most emotional wrestling matches at the end. <laughs> I was gonna say, and it also had the best wrestling match I've ever seen in my life. Uh, because... Molly literally fell out of her chair. I did fall out of my chair. I scraped my elbow. It's still healing. God. Uh, Listen, <laughs> I have a lot of feelings about Johnny Gargano, okay? I guess so. When he locks in that Gargano escape. Okay, well, I hate that, but the rest of it is really good. Uh, it's a, it is a, like, real masterclass in long-term storytelling in wrestling. And just, there's a ton of callbacks to other matches they've had, and it's just, it's really I- good. I was telling Luke that it's probably, like, one of my favorite stories that isn't, like, a lot of wrestling great stories are, like, but what part of this is real and what part of this isn't? Yeah. Like, this is just, like, this is just a story. We know that these two dudes are friends and they live together. They're just doing a great story and acting really well. Yeah, it's it's really something. Huh, yeah. So, that was a really good match. And then we watched WrestleMania on Sunday. Uh, for about six hours, um, and it was fucking terrible. 
It was the worst. Every fucking moment of it, I wished we were doing something else. Just so fucking bad from top to bottom. But although, you watched it all. Although, we did... Well, I mean, like, I played a lot of Grand Blue. Um, but it did feature uh, Braun Strowman, best boy, just this decade. Well, that's not true. But... Uh, Top tier boy. He's uh, a pretty good boy. Picking a child out of the crowd to be his tag team partner and then yeah. winning the tag team championships with a child. Let's uh, give it up for Nicholas. Give it up for Nicholas. <laughs> it was really something else. Uh, so if you're going to watch anything from that show, watch that and that's it. Don't watch any other match. It's not worth it. I, w- I was thinking like, you know, people have asked me for like a wrestling podcast on Audio Entropy. And I was like, you know what, that, that's, like, not, like, a thing I want to do, because, like, most of the time with wrestling, it's always like, well, I like this bit, but, like, all of this depresses me about wrestling. Mm. We would just, like, extremely end up, like, the Powerbomb cast, where we fucking just hated doing it every single time. Yeah, like, that's why I said it is, like, I don't want to make the Powerbomb cast. Yeah. It's just... You know, there's there's a couple things every once in a while. Wrestling is amazing, and something amazing happens, and it makes you feel good, and it's really emotional and all that stuff. And then every other time, it's like, nah, we fucking hate you guys. Actually, this sucks. Yeah, so uh, I guess I don't have as much to say about wrestling. I might have had a lot more to say, like, yesterday, but I don't have a ton to say today. Are you sure? I mean, yeah. Are you sure? What? What are you trying uh, to coax out of me? I'm just saying. I was I was told there'd be a lot of wrestling talk, and I'm not done with my book yet. What book are you reading? I don't actually have a book. It was just I was doing a bit. Oh, okay. that bit. I okay. I could get like actually fucking really serious about this. All right. Go I mean, we got it. another like we got like another ten minutes. Yeah, sure. Hit me. I find it really fucking weird. Well, I don't find it weird, but I find it, like, extremely, like, yep, that they had two really popular Japanese, like, wrestlers Mm -hmm. going into that show as, like, oh, they won the Royal Rumble, they're gonna challenge the champions who have, you know, been champion forever, and it's gonna be this. Like, it's gonna be this cool moment where both these dudes, you know, both these people get, you know, win the championship in America. Okay. And then both didn't. Both of them fucking lost. Okay. Okay. So the Charlotte and Oscar match is like on paper. It's a really good match. And like, it's there, but then it ends like 10 minutes before it should have. Okay. Yeah, Like for the story they want to tell of like someone finally wearing Oscar down to like that point. And Uh like, Char- thank you, Luke. Uh, Wait, why, Charlotte. Why am I thanking? Why am I being thanked? Oh, I thought you were being sarcastic. <laughs> oh, uh, a little bit of both. <laughs> For one, putting up with this bullshit, and two, oh. just going like, yes, uh huh. Right. Well, I'm trying to be an engaged listener. All right. Thank you. I mean, I'm not. I'm just trying to sound like one. Uh huh. <laughs> oh, listen, we know. Uh huh. I'm fucking uh, playing but- Dandara. That's what I'm actually doing. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. Great. Uh, like, the the image of Charlotte, like, supporting, like, on one hand while she's doing her thing is, like, cool. 
Yeah. But, like, it, yeah, it needed to be, like, ten minutes longer for that to work. Uh, but, so afterwards, Asuka, like, starts talking, like, she gets the mic. Like, and the, like the badass silent, you know, ki- kills people always. Yeah, and she just goes, oh, Charlotte was ready for Asuka. And then that's the end of the thing. And then they don't even let that moment happen because a ref runs down to John Cena, who's watching in the crowd, and tells him that The Undertaker is here to fight. Oh. And then John Cena goes running up the ramp before the girls can even, like, get out of the ring. Oh. And so then, like, it cuts back to Oscar, and she's like, oh, look at that. It's crazy here, WrestleMania. Oh, look, John Cena just ran up there. It, yeah. The the second and like the second one they were about to lead into that and I was like, "Oh no." <laughs> yeah, well, there's a point like okay, so the other well, one is AJ, AJ Styles. Styles versus uh Shinsuke Nakamura, which really Bad should match. have Okay, first of all, we need to get this out there. AJ Styles is a we fucking need homophobe. We to get this out here. AJ Styles is a homophobe, hom- the homophobe. <laughs> And a flat earther. Oh. And also, he doesn't believe in other planets. What? Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah, you heard. I didn't know that was an option. <laughs> well, Luke, the out. only person who's ever uh, told him about planets is NASA. And, you know, NASA gets such big checks from the government. Well, I guess to they talk do about get all big these checks planets. from the government. That is true. Yeah, that big NASA money. Um, yeah, so that's AJ Styles. Um, he's also a bad wrestler, even though everyone says he's the best. Yeah, everyone thinks he's really good, but he sucks, actually. Just feel free to at us. We'll fight. Uh, or actually, I'm not going to put that on you. Feel free to at me. I will fight. No, I will fight about it. I will fight that AJ Styles is a bad wrestler. All right, cool. We um, already got people adding us, so fuck we it. We do. Yeah, who cares? Anyway, um, so AJ Styles beats Shinsuke Nakamura. Um, in a very boring match, frankly, neither, neither of them really gave a shit. Uh, and then Shinsuke Nakamura goes and grabs a title belt, gets down on one knee, and hands it to AJ Styles. And it was like, like, oh no! There's like, is... a, there's like a ten second period where it's like, oh my god, they're having him do this. And then Shinsuke Nakamura hits AJ Styles in the balls super hard, and oh, it owns. Uh, and then he beats the shit out of AJ Styles. So at least that was good. That is good. Uh, like, yeah, there's just... Every match was disappointing. Um, yeah, except the Braun Strowman match. The uh, opener match with the Intercontinental title between Seth Rollins, uh, Finn Balor, like, and The Miz was good. Yeah, like, we give Finn Balor shit for his thing, but eh. Yeah, we, listen, I, I have no time for weak ally shit. Uh, and I guess it's not that weak, but also you're hey, doing you know, it in the at, WWE. At least we know he's and not a homophobe. Yeah, no, that's very true. Listen, I've tried to say flat earth and homophobe at the same time, and it didn't work. <laughs> is, that the, w- is that the term if you're both of those things? Yes. It is yeah. now. Yeah. Uh, homoglobe, thank you. Homoglobe. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> it is weird how many, like, big-name wrestlers are flat earthers. It's really weird that it's coming back into style. Uh-huh. AJ Styles. Yeah. Fuck off. Okay. 
Uh, anyway, I also need to talk out jo- talk about John Cena versus The Undertaker. A five-minute a five-minute five squash match wherein The Undertaker takes a solid seven minutes to get to the ring and then beats John Cena in less than that amount of time. It was really weird. I really don't understand who that was for. I just, first of all, The Undertaker was murdered last year by Roman Reigns, and we all need to accept that. Whoever by the showed up, Roman Reigns. Whoever showed up is just some like weird Undertaker lookalike. That was some fucking Undertaker. It was the Undertaker from SummerSlam. The the fake Undertaker, probably. Yes. Okay. The- but he just beat the shit out of John Cena, I guess. Like, it wasn't even good. Like, he didn't even... The moves were so sloppy. And, like, they're having to go, like, oh, you know, he's just... A, he's better than ever. When he he did three minutes and then, like, pin John Cena, and that's it. It's bad. It was a really bad show. Uh, uh what else? What else obviously, was the, the highlight was... Uh, Many people uh, telling me that, like, well, no, you just got to give Ronda Rousey a chance. Like, you can you think of what you think about her horrible, horrible beliefs, but, you know, she's uh, trying to be a wrestler now, and you, you got to give her some credit for that. Ronda Rousey, known uh, transphobe, Sandy Hook truther, domestic abuse. Uh, what is it? What's her deal with domestic abuse? Just, like, is she, like, victim-shaming or something? She, she victim-shamed. There's a case where she beat up her boyfriend but also he was doing some shit so i'm not prepared to like okay yeah if we don't have the preps the the receipts for that specific thing uh yeah people call her a turf but she's not enough of a feminist to be a turf yeah no she like clearly hates women it's just (sighs) i don't know why and that was a 30 minute match like no joke they had stephanie mcmahon also by the way, Stephanie McMahon got real good at wrestling sometime <laughs> in the last two years, and I don't know when it happened, but I am all for it. We, like, we did spend that entire time just praying for Triple H and Stephanie McMahon to go over. Yeah, I mean, like, that's just because Ronda Rousey sucks. Yeah. He just, she just sucks. It's bad. She wasn't a good wrestler. Like, everyone going, like... Oh, you know, she's such a, like, she's shown such improvement, like, for her first match. Like, she sucked. She okay, I am, I looked this up. Uh, the Kurt Angle and Ronda Rousey defeated Triple H and Stephanie McMahon uh, in 20 minutes and 40 seconds. That does not count entrances. Where? Uh, which probably took a full 10 minutes. Yeah, Ronda Rousey did come out to Joe Jet. Or Jet, Jet. She, she did come out to Bad Reputation, which shouldn't be allowed. Uh, yeah. Please uh, ban and then, that. Uh, Triple H did come out looking like a weird biker gang that's probably white supremacist. Yeah, cool. probably. Um, I also just quick shout out to uh, Jinder Mahal <laughs> for somehow winning another title against Randy Orton. They're doing. I, that's going to be the feud going forward. Is him versus Randy Orton again? Again. Uh, Daniel Bryan came back, but I could find very little joy in that, unfortunately. Uh, somehow. They robbed, they robbed even that from us. <laughs> Daniel Bryan 
I don't know. I'm just going to say it because I don't know who knows what. But Daniel Bryan is the literal reason I kept watching wrestling uh, after I watched like a two Raws because he's that fucking good. Like he's just really good at wrestling. Uh-huh. Um, and then he had to retire because he had some like brain problems. Oh, uh, really just like concussions and things like that. But right. he's now medically cleared again. They've done more tests and he's OK. Um, but he's wrestling. I what I hope is a safer style now because right. like, he wasn't doing like jumps and dives and stuff like that. So hopefully it stays that way. Dan O'Brien, please don't die. Um, but anyway, we had to watch Shane McMahon get the shit beat out of him for 10 minutes before Daniel Bryan even wrestled. And it a just dude sucked. Who has yeah, a dude who has diverticulitis, actual stomach problems, get hit in the stomach a bunch of times. Oh. It was really uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh, and then Nia Jax, thank God, killed Alexa Bliss. Rip. Uh, Should that been way line, quicker. That storyline was built around Alexa Bliss being a real, actual bully to Nia Jax. Nia Jax is a large woman who is a wrestler who fucking rules. Uh-huh. Also, Alexa Bliss has been very public about her uh, issues with her own eating disorders uh, and oh. things that she's almost died from. And then they had her do a feud where she fat shamed Nia Jax. Well, that's so, bad. Thank you, WWE, for making me watch that shit. Uh, let's see. What else? The last thing on the card. We've talked about like literally every match now. Hell yeah. Uh, except Brock Lesnar beating Roman Reigns again? <laughs> I literally started laughing so hard, and <laughs> Chris said, Why, why is this good? And I'm like, no, it's awful. <laughs> yeah, no, we're laughing because it's so bad, it's comical. I just don't... I really don't understand why you bother with Brock Lesnar anymore. And also, why put Roman Reigns in that position? Like, like you know that's not going to go this? well. Uh, they've done... This is the third time they've tried to do this, and they just keep fucking it up. I really don't get it. I don't get it. He did one move. Brock Lesnar did one move. He threw German suplexes and then bashed Roman Reigns into things. He did hit Roman Reigns in the head with his elbow hard enough to pop Roman Reigns' entire head open and bleed everywhere. He had his whole entire face was covered in blood, Luke. It was really bad. That's rough. Yeah. Um, But yeah, that was that was WrestleMania, a certified Uh, bad show. Molly did say as soon as that. Uh, uh, match was starting was like someone's got to bleed in this. <laughs> okay, listen. The first time Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar fought, Brock Lesnar accidentally like hit his head on a pole, uh, and he started bleeding from his head. But it looked super cool for the match because it was just two dudes beating the shit out of each other, uh. which I can respect in some cases. Like there's there's room in wrestling for two dudes just punching each other. That's sure. okay sometimes. Uh, but. Roman Reigns had so much blood that it was really just gross. And also Brock Lesnar turns red immediately after walking down the ramp. So it doesn't really look like he's bleeding very much because he's already very red. Right. Yeah. I, so I, I had told people I work with like, oh yeah, WrestleMania this weekend. So I'm going to, you know, like watch all that. And then they're like, oh, how was, you know, WrestleMania when I got back to work on Monday? And they're like, I was like, oh, it was awful. And it's really interesting <laughs> to see people, one, you know, who are already, like, putting up with you being a wrestling fan. Right. 
and then go, wait, there's bad wrestling, because, wait, there's good wrestling? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's been interesting, because people, because I started my new job, and I've been talking to them, and they were like, hey, what'd you do this weekend? I was like, oh, I watched wrestling. It was really bad. And they're like, why did you watch it then? Like, well, <laughs> listen. <laughs> yeah. You, you, like, you don't, like, you can't watch, like, read the reviews of it beforehand. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I can't relate to this at all. You just gotta pray that it's good, unfortunately. It never is. It ne- Well, it is one time in the last year it has been good, and that was Gargano and Ciampa. That's it. That's God, it. those boys killed each other. One of them powerbombed <coughs> the other onto the cement floor, and it made, like, <coughs> the grossest slapping sound I've ever heard. <coughs> and then the crowd chanted, you deserve it. <coughs> oh, God. Well, because he's the bad guy who got hit into the concrete. And frankly, he did deserve it. <laughs> he was a real big asshole. <laughs> uh, anyway, wrestling's okay sometimes. I, I liked when Ricochet jumped. That was good. When Ricochet did the jump, it was very good. <laughs> Molly did point at the screen and just yelled, him jump. <laughs> he, he jumped. He did it. Okay, anyway... Um, God, I don't care how long we go before talking about Totally Spies. Uh, so I don't want to talk about wrestling anymore. I want to talk about uh, over the last week. I don't think we've recorded since I listened to it, but a new recording of Jesus Christ Superstar came out. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. They did that Easter show on NBC, uh-huh. and it was really good. But I do have some critiques. Great. Um, mm-hmm, John mm-hmm. Legend is not very good at being Jesus. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> First of all, let me just put that out. He just can't hit any high notes. He can't. He's not built for it. And mm-hmm. I, I get that. But you shouldn't be that guy then because there's a lot of really like high notes and screaming in that. Uh, Alice Cooper as King Herod is fucking wild and yeah, extremely wow. funny. And also his orange suit was just like the most look I've seen in a long time. Uh-huh. Hang on, let me see if I can find you a picture because it's legitimately amazing. Alice Cooper, Jesus Christ, superstar. Here we go. Here's a picture. God damn it. I Hell hate yeah. the internet. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Look at that really long message I just sent you guys. That's not a picture. It's a long one. Copy image address. All right, there we go. Look at this man's suit. That is quite the suit. That is like an orange gold suit. Yeah. And orange gold shoes. And also he has a cane with a skull on it. Um, anyway, uh, he's he was great. He's fucking one song. He's an asshole. It was perfect. Uh... I don't know how to say her name. Sarah Barry Alice, I think is how you pronounce it, uh-huh. uh, is amazing. Holy shit. Like, I have heard uh, a couple of her songs that I really like, but she fucking killed it. Uh, and the dude they had to play Judas Victor something or other uh, was also incredible. And the most important part of that show is having a good Judas. Sure. So, uh, you know, power to that. Uh, but also, unfortunately, the guy they had playing Pontius Pilate sucked, and it that was bad. So, anyway, uh, it's a pretty good recording. I would rather listen to the original still, but uh, it's really good. I still really like that musical, which is probably a thing that not a lot of people think I would like. <laughs> unless they follow my Twitter. Right. Uh, uh, where uh, I've been talking about it incessantly for a full week. 
Uh, one of my favorite things that you posted recently is the two type of comments you'll find on the to- uh, the Jesus Christ Superstar YouTube page. <laughs> yes, you will find uh, just a lot of messages about like you know just talking about how the show is good. And then every once in a while, you'll find the person who's like, this is fucking blasphemy. You're all going to hell. This right. is awful. God's not on NBC. Right. Uh, and stuff like that. And then also you'll find people who just go, man, Sarah Barry Alice making me feel feelings right now. I'm gay as shit. <laughs> and then also, I hope she hits me with her car. Like, just <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> just, that's what I posted the Jesus Christ Superstar comments. It's like, man... I hope Sarah Barry Alice fucking murders me tomorrow. Uh, and my favorite part of that is Jesus Christ cannot be compared to any superstar. <laughs> Boy, the title is so beneath him. Cannot imagine a dumber criticism. <laughs> I, I get it. Just if you don't like the musical, you don't gonna like the musical. Just like it's been a while since I've watched that musical. If I remember right, they do take some license with things that a person could reasonably object to on theological grounds. That's not one of them. Oh, absolutely. Like, it's, it is it is its own thing. Right. Uh, that, you know, loosely based on the Bible. Yeah. Uh, also, Judas is very gay. And, you know, I just kind of relate to that shit. Uh-huh. Like, what do you do when you like boys? Tough question, Judas. I don't know either, dude. <laughs> Probably don't sell them to the government to be executed. Well, he only figured out that he was in love after he did that, right. and then he killed himself. Yeah. So, you know, oh, re- it's... Re- real. It's spoilers for Jesus Christ Superstar. <laughs> <laughs> and you maybe the that Bible, happens, I actually you... haven't... I don't know. What's that? I said, and spoilers for maybe the Bible? I yeah, don't that's, actually that's know. that's spoilers for the Bible. Okay, sorry. Make sure to bleep that out, actually. That's a really <laughs> important spoiler <laughs> for the Bible. <laughs> Thank you. I don't want to. I really don't want to interrupt anybody's reading. Uh, uh, anyway, also, oh god, there was something else I wanted to talk about. What video game have I been playing a bunch? Far Cry Far Five. Far Cry Five. Yeah. Okay. Did I talk about this last week? I don't. I don't remember. Yeah. Right, this is an episode of Game Girls. So, uh, <laughs> Far Cry Five is a bad video game. Sure seems that way. They. We've talked about it personally, but they really can't commit to a theme at all. They don't actually know what they want to say about America. They keep, like, trying to say one thing, and then they go, oh, I shouldn't, maybe we shouldn't say this, oops. Yeah. Yeah, and, uh, it just turns out really bad, because... They, they don't know what to do with their white supremacist uh, organization. That's definitely not a church, but also it's definitely not white supremacists. Right. That's what I was uh, going to say. It just looks and acts like a white supremacist organization without actually being one. It has all of the iconography right. of a white supremacist organization, but it's not. Don't, don't mix it up. Don't listen. No, we really want to sell you our game, white supremacists. Please buy our game. Right. Um, also, it just is... F- Filled with really shitty conservative rhetoric with no rebuttal. And it just sounds like... I was talking to somebody who worked on that game. Uh And they were saying that, like, one of the guys... I found a message... Okay, I found a message on an answering machine. It was not haunted. But uh, if you listen to it, it's a guy who's going to run for Congress. 
yeah. who is complaining about Canadians, socialism, and transgender people, okay. or people who have various like genders they want to present as. Sure. But he's talking about how, you know, when he's in Congress, he'll make sure all of that stops and he's going to take over Canada. Right. And, like, that you find that, you can find that message on multiple answering machines. I have. And I've been told that you can do missions for that guy to support his campaign. I've heard that, yes. But you can't sabotage it. Right. And also, like, I was told he becomes the butt of the joke in some of those... But also, if I never see that character, there's just this really long speech about how, like, trans people and socialism and just, like, Canadians are bad. And it's just a really weird thing where nobody ever argues with it. Yeah. And they're just, like, presenting this as a valid viewpoint for somebody to have. Right. And it's very strange. What I have seen from people that have actually played the whole thing and are... doing their best to try and get some sort of coherent message out of that game is that what it was shooting for was the idea that, okay, this cult looks like, you know, the fucking Bundys or, you know, like uh, Waco or something. But really, it's America, the institution that's bad, and they're, they're good for rebelling against it, and you're an agent of the status quo, and you're the real bad guy. Uh, but, like, fuck off. Yeah, they... Uh, you can't you, like, you do can't, that when your villain is white supremacist! Exactly, you can't use all of this racist, like, crazy imagery for the villains, and then be like, well, actually, though, they're the right ones. Yeah, you I, can't have them use magical drugs that turn people into mind zombies and then call them the good guys. Well, I mean, it depends on your viewpoint. Ah! Molly. Speaking of that, uh, totally yeah, spies. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. This is quickly turning into an off-topic episode. Um, yeah. Do you guys want to talk about totally spies? I don't have a lot more to say about Far Cry 5. It like, just seems it, bad. Finish up, yeah. It is, it, listen, if you want to play another Far Cry game, yeah. like, it is that. You, right. The guns are there, taking over outposts is still there, finding, it's a cool thing they've added, which are, like, prepper stashes, where you can do a little puzzle to find, like, somebody's doomsday stash, and, yeah. like, there's upgrades in there. It's kind of cool. It's kind yeah. of a neat concept, uh, and they also have the various ones. Also, you can find Donald Trump's piss tape. That's true. It's just, who thought that was funny? I, I mean, like, the Far Cry team. Like, listen, AAA game dev, that is not a surprising thing to have happen in those games. I guarantee you the next Grand Theft Auto game is going to have one million Donald Trump piss jokes. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. I'm oh, so you're not sad. ready, huh? No, I'm not. <laughs> you're, you're, you're going to right. work for a Donald Trump-like person? You're going to work for, like, Flottled Blump. Because <laughs> that's about how smart GTA is. But also, then you'll see like all of the you know weak will liberals, snowflakes, right. and they're not going to be able to yeah. do anything against them because you know he may be an yeah. idiot, but like all the everyone else is even more of a, a so much of a wimp that he can just ru- like walk all over them. Oh God! What if they make like GTA Washington D.C. Oh, God. I I don't know where the next one... I mean, like, I could, like, extremely buy it being something like that, too. 
I I definitely could. That seems like the kind of dumbass bullshit they do. We're having like I mean, grim, it is the like, predictions now. Like that's all this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. Like I said, it's an episode of Game Girls. Anyway, anyway comment, anyway. rate, subscribe. Love Game Girls. Yeah. <laughs> Please leave us a review on iTunes for Game Girls. Uh, um, like our clan. Yeah, please join our clan on Destiny 2. Uh, please hit me up if you're still playing Overwatch. Or actually, please don't. I don't play that game anymore. Um, <laughs> I remember the Frag Dolls. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry? Remember the Frag Dolls? No. <laughs> Wait, yes. Oh, no. <laughs> Bad. <laughs> God, what a fucking oh! I'm sorry. That's from a period of life, my life. I've erased from my memory because I was playing League of Legends. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But you know, so are they. So if you Google frag dolls, you get some images, and then you get the Wikipedia entry for Ubisoft. Yeah. I was thinking that frag dolls would lead me straight to like the Goo Goo Dolls, but that's probably not. Oh, I, see, I did not know Ubisoft was like the sponsor of them, I guess. Yeah, no, I met one of them at a, a, the booth of Watch Dogs, the original, at PAX once. Oh boy, oh boy. Holy fuck, if you just search Frag Dolls, the thing that comes up is just Ubisoft, video yeah. game publisher company, uh-huh. and then a list of their games. <laughs> Wowza. <sighs> All right. We have we either stop talking about Totally Spies today or we start now. <laughs> we have to pick one. Well, then I guess we better start talking about it. Okay, this is episode 94. Oh, God, yeah, it's been 40 minutes. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. This is going to be a long one. This is a long one. Hey, I guess, you know, it's for the people. Oh boy! Welcome to episode ninety-four of Totally Reprise, wherein we watched Totally Spy season four, episode seventeen. Beauty is skin deep. Damn, <sighs> we get real in this episode. We sure are. <laughs> we open in the Paris fashion district, where two girls are walking down the street, and one says, "Oh wow, I can't wait to go to that new cosmetic shop that opened." These and then the other characters are so badly voiced. <laughs> I okay, they are so torn between wanting to do a French accent because we opened in Paris, but are being forced to do an American one by yeah. like whoever's directing this. And like, they're so caught somewhere in between that I thought at any moment we were going to slip into like comically French accents. Well, and yeah. also they're Canadian. So they're already caught in between. Damn. But like, yeah, I mean the, like the, the blonde girl in this scene sounds like someone doing a bad, like, she's like, oh, woo, I can't wait. Like, that's how she's talking. It's weird. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Also, just her shirt just has a line around her boobs. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's not a design. She just got an oval on the titty, which I guess I respect. <laughs> like, it's a really weird shirt. But anyway, they run down to the new place because the brunette girl has got them uh, in two weeks ahead of their wait list. Yes. Um, and they run up to this new shop and somebody walks out and she's crying and then she looks up at the two girls and then everyone screams and that's the end of the call. Yeah, we, we don't see what her, what horrible transformation must have taken place on her face, but surely let's, something let's just please, terrible must have happened. 
we can't spoil it until it happens. We have to let this happen. <laughs> so we, we title card cut to the Rowdy Rough Boys pulling up in their fucking truck again. I love these boys in their truck. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley and I laughed for like a full 20 seconds I, I, It's amazing that they keep using that exact same shot over and over I and need like, to go back and start like counting up how many times they use this shot It's like a lot Yeah It's a lot When they go to college I wonder if they'll still be there <laughs> same animation but put a different background behind it oh god i hope so um so clover is uh checking herself out in her locker um and i do want to note that this is a mid-row locker for later um and she's like putting on lipstick and all that and alex and sam walk up to her like hey why did you ask us to meet you in the hallway and you're just getting all made up she's like listen can a girl just look good and she's got, like, a scarf on and a yeah. short skirt and all that stuff. Uh, and they're like, okay, what's the deal? And she goes, okay, okay, listen. I stayed up all night prepping myself to be very pretty for the new hot guy. I don't bother learning his name. His Who name's Hot Guy. Who gives a shit? <laughs> yep. Uh, I think it's, like, Ronnie or something. But, like, yeah. she looks at him. She does the hard eyes. He's down there. He looks like every other boy on this fucking show. Right. There is kind of uh, a... a- cute shot of like her hearts fly out of her and the other two are like shoving them out of the way to keep their faces in frame yeah 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 alex is like pushing a heart away sam's got her arms on top of one just like chilling uh and she turns around and she's like i am gonna go ask this boy out and he's gonna love me because i look so beautiful and goodbye everybody here i go so they wish her luck, and she walks up to the boy and, like, slides in front of him in front of his locker. Right, slides into his DMs. Yeah. Slides straight into the locker uh, and goes, hey, uh, you're very pretty. Also, hi, I'm Clover. And he's like, I'm sorry, who the fuck are you? Yeah. Uh, and she's like, I'm in your third like third period biology class. This is, like, right behind you. And he's like, um, okay. And she goes, hey, do you want to maybe catch, catch a movie sometime? Maybe? Movie? Maybe? Yeah. He immediately, uh, like, like, breaks down. Yeah, the fact that, yeah. like, he immediately, like, destroys her confidence. Yeah, he, he has no idea who she is, and that's killing her. Uh, so he uh, declines her offer to go on a movie date. And he's like, all right, later, Clara. Or whatever the... Well, I don't even know what he calls her. Whatever. Clara's probably close enough. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's Carol. And Carol. Yes. Okay. <laughs> he calls her Carol and walks off and Clover's like, oh my god. I just... I just use like every trick in the book to make a boy like me. And he rejected me. And then like Mandy just slides over and goes like, you better get used to it, Carol. <laughs> it's super funny. Yes. God bless uh, Mandy. And Clover... God bless Mandy. Clever goes running off to Sam and Alex again. It's like, I got, I, the boy didn't, he didn't like me. What's the point of getting dressed up and pretty if the boy won't date me? Oh. Uh, and Alex is like, oh, listen, no, it's not that, it's not that big a deal. He's just, uh, he's, he, you know, he wasn't that cute anyway. And Clover's like, oh my God, I got rejected by a not cute boy. How dare you? Like, oh no, that's even worse. And like fucking... She fucking loses it, and then we get a shot of, like, we're at maybe her knee level, 
and her skirt really only goes down to mid-thigh. So we can see partially up her shirt and almost up her skirt. And in the porn version of this episode <laughs> that has to exist, yes. this is definitely like an upskirt, uh, up shirt shot where you can see uh, the titty and everything yes. else. It's it is that shot from Roger Rabbit where they just showed the vagina. God, do they? Is that a thing? They took out some frames and some later things. So let's just say, yeah. Okay, God. You know, I, I'm trusting you right now, which is maybe a foolish thing to do, but I do. It's definitely it's one of those like, uh, internet rumors that has been around for fucking ever. Yeah, that, okay. Like, it's like that Lion King yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, so Clover's like, fuck this. I'm never getting gussied up again. This is never happening again. Boys don't care what I look like. I don't care what I look like. Fuck this. Uh, and then they all get whooped, and they go sliding down the tunnel, and then they land on the couch, and Jerry is like, oh, wow, Clover, why does your hair look like shit, idiot? <laughs> and then Sam, like, walks, Clover's like, it doesn't matter what my fucking hair looks like, Jerry, nothing matters anymore. Uh, and Sam slides up to Jerry, and is like, you know, she's feeling really sensitive, she's got rejected by a guy, like... Maybe be a little cooler about this, Jerry, instead of being like your usual asshole self. Uh, and he's like, oh, you know what? I have the perfect thing to cheer you guys up. I have a mission in Paris for you. Uh, and they get super excited. And it's kind of warranted this time because we haven't left, like, California in a very long time. Yeah. Um, so they're all excited. And Clover's like, oh, who fucking cares about Paris? Nothing matters still. Just, just I would rather die. Um, but they talk about how... She's gone, like, full nihilism. Yes. But the reason they go to Paris... Yes. And Jerry tells them is because they've been seeing some, you know, weird-looking people there. And... And... Okay. They show some video, and there's people screaming and running away, and then a lady turns around, and she just has a sad look on her face. Oh. Like, oh. Like it's, it's kind of like and a bit over like, the top, but like, eh, it's, you know. Yeah. It just seems like an extreme emotion. Yeah. And they look at her and they all go, oh my God, what's wrong with her? Is she okay? Who, the, who, the, did they let like mutants out of the sewer? What the fuck happened? Um, and Jerry's like, yeah, no, we don't know. That's why we need you to go investigate. Uh, we're going to send you down You're the there. You're spies, aren't you? They, Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. We're going to send you down there and we're also going to give you some gadgets. They have, like, a weird transformation animation on Clover. It happens. She does. She puts on the uh, spy suit, and they get their gadgets. They get the ear and communicators, which are basically standard at this yeah. point. Uh, they get the run-for-cover hoverboards. They get the uh, Woody Calm. Uh, the, um, they get the, the inflated suits. Magnetic belt buckles? And the belt buckles, yeah. No, listen. They get, like, mag extremely magnetic belt buckles. Um, and then they also get uh, inflatable brooches, which they put them on. And, of course, Clover asks, hey, how does this thing work? And so Jerry's like, oh, all you have to do is tug on it and you'll get instant inflation. And then he does. 
and we get a way too well animated clover blowing up right in front oh, of him. Oh, they were horny for this one. They were so fucking horny when they animated this thing that I cannot believe they got away with it. It, She just inflates. She just <laughs> get big. It is... Okay, this episode is the best animated episode they've had this season. <laughs> like, we're talking the frame rate went way up for this one. A lot of keyframes. A lot of keyframes. Luke, how do you feel about uh, Clover getting inflated very easily by Jerry tugging on her tit? She, you, you described what happens. <laughs> <laughs> and like, they're like, okay, just tug it again and you'll instantly deflate. And then there's a way too good animation of her deflating. It's it's a lot. It's a lot. And somebody, listen, we say this a lot, but actually multiple people jerked off to this while they were (laughs) making it because there's, this is too good for one person to have done it. Yeah. I, this was a team effort and everybody was very excited. (laughs) Uh, and then Alex goes, hey, how's this belt buckle work? And then she turns it on. And then Jerry's like, wait, no, not in here. And then she sticks to the ground because Jerry's entire office is made of metal. And she, like, manages to pull herself up. And then she gets stuck to his desk. Yeah. And she's, like, only her head above the desk. Like, oh, everything in here is made out of metal, huh? Yeah. Oof. God, yeah, uh, watch it. You're right. It is very well animated when she deflates. It is. It's way too good. Mm, this is, is from someone's personal collection. Some... Oh, boy. <laughs> they were like, okay, so we have to do the animation for this episode. Somebody showed up and was like, oh, yeah, I already did it. Like, wait, what? And Wait, wait, what? Yeah. No, yeah, it's already done. Don't it's, worry about uh, it. It is a little weird, though, because, I mean, listen, you live on the internet long enough, you see some inflation art. That just happens. They, yeah. They don't usually look like the Michelin Man, like Clover does. Yeah. Like, it's very but... clearly segmented. Listen, sometimes you got to make the content that you don't find online. Sure. <laughs> Somebody has to make the first yeah. one. <laughs> sometimes you got to be the horny you want to see in the world. <laughs> so Jerry's like, hey, Alex, you could just turn off the belt buckle. Like, you'll unstick. And she's like, oh, yeah, good idea. Uh, and then Sam and Alex are like, yay, Paris. And then Clover just sighs and walks off. Yeah. Uh, they're in Paris. Sam is wearing the bad hat again. Why? Sam, why? It's a bad hat, Sam. Well, it's because she's, Stop in, it. she's Honey, in Paris. Stop it, don't need a skull cap. see a fashion. Right. She just wants everyone right. to know so that, like, like, hey, bad fashion here. <laughs> I'm American. Um, yes, American. Hello, it's me, bad. Um, they hang out, like, on a bridge, and they talk about, like, you know, if we solve this thing quick, we can just start going shopping or whatever. Um, and Clover's just, like, sad. She doesn't want to go shopping. She doesn't care about clothes anymore. She stomps off away from the other two. And then she sees some dude <laughs> holding a Pop-Tart? Question mark? <laughs> that seems to be, like, a cannoli or something. Yeah. And then she just walks up because he's got his hand out, and she just <laughs> takes a big bite of it. It's so good! And gets a bunch of, like, it's it very gets a good. bunch of chocolate on her face. It really is something else. It's, it's like, pretty great. <laughs> The other two walk up to her like, uh, hey, you got a bunch of chocolate on your face. Also, what? <laughs> and Clover's like, oh, it's just Also, have you lost your matter. fucking mind? 
Yeah, are you are you good? I I kind of love the clover that's given up on life. It's more relatable. Nihilus oh. Clover is my favorite character on this show. I do need to say that when she was going to go try and get a date with that boy, uh, she did. Alex was like, oh, good luck. And then Clover went, oh, I don't need luck. And I was like, yo, this bitch right here. <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, so Clover, like Sam's like, hey. Clover, you have junk on your face. And she's like, oh, what difference does it make? (laughs) And then, like, a couple walks by and goes, ew. (laughs) And then Sam's like, hey, maybe we should all split up so I don't have to look at you anymore. (laughs) So I never have to be Uh, near you again. Yeah, so you could just go be gross on your own. Thanks. Um, So Sam's, like, flying around looking for stuff. Alex is, like, climbing a building. And then Clover pops out of the sewer and goes, there's nobody down here. It's just Except stinks. me. I'm garbage. Except me. <laughs> <laughs> Truth coming out of her well to shame mankind. Yeah. Uh, so Clover doesn't bother trying to clean up, so she's just a sewer girl now. <laughs> yep. She's just, she's just sopping wet from running around the sewers. Right. Uh, and they all meet up again. And... Alex is like, you know, we haven't found anything, so I guess we can call this good. Like, we've investigated all day, and Sam's like, uh, yeah, you know what? Okay, let's go fucking shopping. I guess this was nothing. And then, yeah. And then Sam and Alex, like, look at each other like, hey, you know, maybe we should get Clover something and, like, help her out. And then they go tap Clover's shoulder because she's looking away, and they're like, hey, Clover, do you want to go get something? And then she turns around and she's fucking picking her nose with her nasty sewer <laughs> hand. And she's like, oh, hey, what do you want? Uh, and Sam's like, we should really clean you up. And I could stop saying it at this point because all she ever says is nothing matters. Doesn't matter what I smell like. Doesn't matter what I look like. Yeah. Just over and over again. But they start pushing her down the street and they end up in front of that beauty salon. Um, and a lady runs out of it screaming. Yeah. And they're, and Clover just goes, wow, the prices in there must be really scary. <laughs> Which is a good goof. And Alex is like, uh, no, I think that's actually probably what we're looking for. Uh, and they go running off after her. And then, like, they go through a crowd and Alex stops and picks up somebody's shopping bag and goes, oh, wow, this, this outfit's so cute. I should go to the store later. <laughs> and it's really, I guess that was supposed to be Clover if Clover cared about shopping. Right. Right now? Uh, But they chase this lady into an alleyway, and she's, like, facing away from them. And then she turns around, and she's, like, got a frowning grimace kind of look. She just looks very scared. And they all scream, like, oh, "Oh my God. Oh, I've never seen someone. What a horrifying freak. What a, oh, my God. It's all just Botox injections in Hollywood. (laughs) I can't. Nobody has emotions. Oh my god, someone's actually expressing a real feeling. What a weirdo. Yeah, so like, they sit her down and Sam goes up in front of her and is like, okay, you know, maybe it's actually she's just like surprised or scared or something like that. And she reaches out and she's like, hey, you know, tell us what happened and maybe we can help you out. And then the lady goes, well, it all started when I went into that. And then she looks down at a mirror that has fallen out of the bag she dropped, sees her own face... And then yeah. ran away. Because she's yeah. like, oh, no, emotions. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'm doing emotions. Oh, no. Uh, so, like, 
Clover gets up to try and chase her, but she has just fucking disappeared off of this street. Off of this and earth. Sam's like, yeah, she's gone forever. Um, they like go through her bag and find that find her wallet. Uh, she has bought a bunch of and find her wallet and take her money and also a bunch of makeup from what is it? Moody's Mo- Beauty. Yes, Moody's Beauty Supply. Uh, and it is run by somebody named Miss Vanity. Yeah. Who used to be a super popular uh, beauty queen. So they're like, okay, let's send this makeup into Whoop for analysis, and then let's go check out what's going on at that salon. So they go up there, and they knock, and it's closed. Well, oh yeah, yes. Uh, and they see a poster on the wall uh, that is from Miss Vanity's Fair, uh, womp, where womp, she's yeah. looking for new models. Um, <laughs> I like it. It was okay. Yeah. Um, and they're like, okay, I guess let's go there. And then, like, Al, they're like, even if uh, even if we don't find uh, what we're looking for, maybe this will be our big break. And then Alex like poses in front of this door, and then the shot zooms out and focuses on them while a car drives by while they're keeping that pose. And then we cut to the next scene. Yeah, <laughs> it's really weird. It's. This whole episode's just something. They needed four extra seconds, so they just put in a car driving by, I guess. Um, so they get dressed up, and they go to this, like, modeling competition. Um, they walk in the door, and Clover still looks like shit, and the other two are looking pretty good. Um, and they're like, okay, just try to fit in, we'll walk up there. Um, they're, like, trying to walk like models, and then Clover just slumps up the runway. <laughs> yes! And she's just like, fucking... Why are we even here? Nothing matters. Uh, And Sam goes, Clover, we're undercover and you haven't even brushed your hair. And then Clover just smiles and goes, I haven't even brushed my fucking teeth either. What do you think about that? (laughs) Stupid. How about you motherfuckers? Uh, So Miss Vanity walks up and there's... I have a theory. Okay, because there's something wrong with her face. (laughs) So, there's something wrong with her face. What I think is that because her face is very gray while the rest of her body is very, like, normal white people skin color for this show. Yeah, she's wearing, like, a choker and everything above the choker choker is is gray. Now, what what I'm presenting here is that she's one of those monster girls that if you take off the choker, her head will fall off. Oh, I see. Sure. So she's some kind of undead monster lady, uh-huh, is what uh-huh. is what I'm thinking here. I just thought um, maybe she was reading a book while sunbathing and fell asleep, and the book slumped onto her face. So the no, rest of because her got she tanner. doesn't look she doesn't look tan though. Is the thing she just looks like her entire face skin died. Well, sure, but I'm saying if the, if yeah. her face skin is her baseline, then the rest of her body is tan. I guess that's true, but that seems less probable than her being <laughs> a monster being girl. A zombie. <laughs> Yeah, or, or, or not, not a zombie, zombie, zombie per se. folklore. There's a yeah. I was gonna say there's an actual name for this type of creature. I, think but it's I don't like know a what it is. Girl or something. Maybe I don't know. Anyway, well, th- there's the one like there's what like the like the one with the horse is, but that's not. Let me talk about like Sleepy Hollow looking. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Maybe. Um. I think it's like a Ducalion or something. Like I that. think that's it. Actually, now that you've said it. Uh, anyway, Sam whispers to Clover, and she's like, hey, that's Miss Vanity. She's right there. 
Right. It's it's uh, when I'm at the movies <laughs> to see Miss Vanity with my girlfriend and Miss Vanity's on screen. I whisper, <laughs> you that's Miss Vanity. You fucking asshole. <laughs> so she walks up to... You beat me fucking <laughs> to it, you asshole. I hate you. She walks up to these girls who are all lined up. Um, and she, like, one at a time goes in front of all of them. And then she's like, hmm, all of you suck, actually. I can maybe give you all some kind of makeover to uh, really uh, put you up there and make you models for me. Yeah. And they're like, uh, okay. And Sam's like, hey, okay. what the fuck and is that? Like, Boom. And then a lady appears from behind the first uh, lady. And I forget what she says, but she points at her and goes, jealousy or something or, like that. Like mysterious. And yeah, the, the sh- like henchwoman shoots her in the face with a makeup gun and gives her DreamWorks face. Yeah, basically. Um, and then she, like, points... Yeah, the next girl's jealous. And then uh, bored. And then it gets to Sam. And then she goes, happy. And then we don't see what happens to Sam's face. And then she shoots Alex and says, pouty. And we don't see what happens to her. And then Clover is, like, terrified and shaking. And... Uh, Miss Vanity walks up to her and goes, actually, no, this one's perfect. She has no need for my looks. Right. Uh, so, okay. I need yeah, to ask sure. Uh-huh. D- like, so we later learn Miss Vanity's, like, evil plan, right. question mark. Uh, I will say that, no, we don't. <laughs> uh, we sort of do. Uh, yeah, I guess. Anyway, yeah, what's your question, Ashley? But, like... Does she actually think that this will help the models, or is no. this just like a like a big? Okay, so this was just a big like trap to lure in people. Yes. When later on, she just shoots people like from a boat. Correct. Yes. Her thing is that she is ang- well. Let me see. We'll find that later. She's angry that she everyone threw her away when they decided she wasn't hot anymore. When all her face skin died. Uh, so now she is going to make every... When she, when she was beheaded in a horrible right. modeling accident. Uh, <laughs> so now she is going to make every beautiful person look hideous by putting these grotesque, emotional, frozen faces on their faces. Okay. Now, to be fair, Sam is stuck with the biggest, grossest smile I've ever seen. Yes. And it's horrible. Yes. Meanwhile, she got Alex gassed. has a pouty face, and she has to talk like this now. Oh, she talks like she this. And talks for the rest of the episode. For the rest of the so episode. Much. It's really bad. I don't like it. <laughs> totally fine. <laughs> so, so she looks so. at Clover and says, okay, you're clearly already sad about your looks enough already. I don't need to do anything here. Yes. Uh, and then she's like, ha, 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 and then runs away. <laughs> and they're like, oh, not so fast. And, like, Sam is like, she's getting away. Yeah, and she's like, her smile is stuck on, so she sounds all chipper all right. the time God, now. she's getting away. We have to stop her. Uh, so, like, Alex, like, no, if I have anything to say about it. And then throws <laughs> the tracking device on her uh, dress. The fact that they have an excuse for Alex to baby talk the entire episode is one of the most, like, 
telling things they've ever done. Yeah. Um, because, like, everything else, almost everything else, they have some degree of plausible deniability for. There is no reason just because Alex has to frown that she has to baby talk. Yeah, no, that's very true. Um, and... So this is somebody's fetish, right? Yes! Absolutely. And I don't mean, like, Alex specifically. No. I mean forcing people to have stuff on their face, like, stuck in a facial pose. Actually, yeah, no, of course that's a fetish. What am I talking about? Yeah. (sighs) God. Uh, by the way. They throw the track. Molly, I think you do need to tell Luke uh, what you can't, what you realize Sam is in this episode. Oh, oh, I said they turned Sam into Janet. That, no, not really. Uh, she got the same kind of, like, voice inclination is all I'm saying. Okay, yeah, voice-wise, maybe a little bit, sure. Voice-wise, she's extremely Janet. From the good place. Yes. Yeah. Uh, anyway, they... I, I can totally see Janet going, they're getting away. Yeah, sure. Twice. Undercover. Uh, oh so they immediately track this woman back to her uh, emotion factory. Yes. Where they just walk in the front door and then they look at a bunch of big, enormous silos that all just have emojis on them. Yes. <laughs> but like horrific emojis. Right. <laughs> yes. This is where they grow all the emojis that put into your phone. This is the Unicode <laughs> fortress. This is the emoji factory. Yes. Um, so they walk in and there's like a bunch of paintbrushes and pencils and eyeliner things and mascaras on the wall. But they're giant. But they're giant. And (laughs) never explained. They walk in there, never explained. And they're like, oh no, they're like making weird makeup here that forces people to do this stuff. And also every time they cut to a close-up of Sam's face, it is... Just the grossest thing I've ever seen. It's so bad. Yeah. I hate it so much. They make it because clear that she is smiling more than a person should smile. And also, every time they do a close-up, they detail her teeth. Yeah. And it's so bad. Uh, So they're like, okay, we have to find this girl to ask her. And then Clover's like, uh, no, I think she's going to find us first. So three of the henchwomen appear and... There's a quick commercial break before they start fighting with... The, they jump to the walls and start ripping weapons off like it's the Matrix Reloaded or something. And then they have a fight scene. Um, and th- there are some good jokes. Like, the, uh, Clover grabs a giant pencil and, like, ends up just kicking a girl. Yeah, she, like, does a, like, a fake swipe and then just kicks her in the face. The, um... Mascara pen, like, shoots out pink goop? I don't think that's how mascara works, but okay. Um, well, I mean, like, we learned in this episode that all makeup is just pink goop. That's very true. All makeup and all hairspray, all of that is just pink goop. Um, Alex gets a uh, paintbrush, or just kind of like something you would put on blush with, and she fights another girl who did the same thing, and she swipes at her, but then Alex uses it as a trampoline yeah I, like she gets a fucking height she on that jumps thing. like 30 feet up to the top of the silo and then like starts dipping her brush in this thing and then when the other girl comes up she swipes her across the face with it and not only that 
it's kind of like a uh, cream-colored substance. And then Alex uh, looks at this girl and she says, it's time for your facial. And then puts it all over her face. And, and then we looked at each and other. And then we looked at each other because she just put a lot of weird, creamy, goopy stuff on a girl's face after saying she was going to give her a facial. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, that girl has stuck with a permanent bad look on her face, uh, which, you know, I understand after, you know, something like that occurring. You know, uh, I, talking about the, the the upsettingly good animation in this episode, <laughs> when Sam knocks that woman over and she's dazed, in any other episode of this show, it would just be a still shot of this woman with her eyes spiraling. But they draw her, like, chest moving up and down while she's breathing. Um, no, excuse you. They draw her titties moving okay, up and down while she's say breathing. It, but yes. They're, listen. <laughs> That is all it was. It was just titty. No, you're not wrong. Uh, anyway, they get trapped inside of an enormous eyelash curler, which, okay, is kind of funny. Um, but they're mm-hmm. like, well, fuck. And then uh, Miss Vanity comes out and she's like, ah, you guys again, huh? And she details her plan and then why she's out for revenge because the the beauty world hated her after a while because she wasn't hot enough anymore. And after that, like we get this, it's really a weak explanation. Yeah. And then also her plan is not really hurting anyone. I mean, it definitely is. She's definitely just like, I mean, Having your face frozen in one position cannot be good for your facial muscles. Okay, that's fair. But, like, it's very low stakes compared Uh, to what we usually get on this show, I guess is what I'm getting. She's not trying to take over the world or murder people. She just wants to make them look weird. She's not trying to evaporate all of the water on Earth. Right, that's fair. Also, watching this on mute while we talk about it, I'm realizing this episode would be so much better if instead of the creepy baby talk voice, Alex just talked like droopy dog. <laughs> Even if they had her do like an Eeyore instead of a fucking like right. pouty baby. Yeah. Like, well, and like, because Alex is the most chipper and like her being very depressed while being chipper, like having a very like Eeyore sounding voice while she is chipper would be very yeah. funny. I love you guys. Yeah, totally. Spice. Oh, you're my best friend. So, like, they trap them. Okay, so first of all, (laughs) they all get tied up in rope. Okay? That's standard. Mm -hmm. However, (laughs) as usual, Sam has still, and (laughs) they don't really make it as creepy in this shot, I find. Yeah! (laughs) But she sure is excited to be trapped in bondage. <laughs> She's just grinning ear to ear. There's a moment where Clover next to her is also smiling. <laughs> and <laughs> guys. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the death trap in this one. Yeah. 
is that she has put them all inside an enormous compact and it will close on them. And I'm genuinely unsure if it's supposed to kill them or just put makeup on them. I really don't know. Well, I mean, two of them have already been made up. I think it's supposed to just crush them to death. I think so, but also, like, it, it, she just hasn't killed anyone yet. I think these were going to be her first murder victims. It's Yeah, it's possible. Yeah. So why does she have so much giant makeup? Well, you know, you make a lot of makeup, you got to make big makeup. Uh, no! <laughs> yeah, when your product is, when you have a lot of product, you have to sell it in bigger quantities. I, I just don't understand. No, I, I, listen, I'm explaining it to you. I, you're not, though. Oh. Also, why is she so well drawn? I mean, like, that's this entire episode, but this looks way better than the yeah. show ever has. Yeah. yeah. What the fuck happened? She actually looks weirdly out of place next to the other characters. Yeah. At... All right, anyway, she laughs and says she's going to kill them and then walks off and says, okay, now to give everybody in the world emotions, I guess. This, this murder would take th- 30 seconds if they didn't fuck it up. Just wait yeah, 30 it, seconds. It would be super fast. Alex tries to bite her ropes off her wrists, which, okay, sure. Yeah. Um, And then it starts closing on them. And they try to keep it, like, popped up with their legs, which, you know, it works for a minute. But they're like, okay, it's going to crush us. But also and leads Sam to this goes, scenario where they cannot, sh- like, show their face without their butt being in frame also. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I love the lovingly crafted detail on the heel in this shot. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, no, they they know where their bread's buttered. (laughs) Yep. So Sam pulls the inflation device, and she gets enormous, and then she goes, hey, you guys do it too. Mm-hmm. As if they're not just being inflated by air balloons. Well, before she does that, when she's like trying to leg press this thing back up, it's really the 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 big moment because again, <laughs> because of the way it's framed, you have to have her butt taking up like the left third of the frame. She's tied up with her wrists bound. She's grinning like a maniac, but because she's actually distressed, she's also sweating. Yes. It's a lot, you guys. There's a lot happening there. Ah. Uh, so they all inflate and push the top off of this compact thing, I guess. <laughs> um, Clover inflates so big that she knocks the other two off the platform. Right, and it's this frame. And then she's, and then she stays inflated for a little while, <laughs> just lying there. It's just this frame of her by herself, inflated big enough to take up this entire like dais they were laying on and just like looking off to the side like you like what you see i hate this episode <laughs> <laughs> and like sam and alex walk back up to her already deflated and they're just like looking at her and she's like hey you know you know <laughs> anyway she eventually deflates and they run off and they run outside and they see her the villain speedboat is escaping and they get a call from jerry and they open it up, and he's just got a sad face on. And they all gasp. <laughs> and Jerry goes... Jerry noticeably doesn't have a whiny baby voice. Yeah. yeah. God, you're right. Fuck. And, and to, to your point a second ago, yeah, when Clover is not deflating, she, she literally says, No, if we didn't have to stop a villain right now, this would be fun. 
God. I hate this episode. <laughs> You're right. This sucks. So I love it. It's it's really good. <laughs> it's really fucking funny, actually. <laughs> so Jerry calls. Yes. And he they're like, oh no, Jerry, what happened? And he goes, Well, I've been known to use some concealer from time to time. And well, I no. found some makeup lying around. No, no, the no, no. He uses some makeup to to help brighten up his British complexion. Yes. I feel like that's very he does, important. He does say that. And he goes, so, I, you know, I, I found some concealer lying around the, the headquarters here, so I put it on, and now I'm sad. Wait, wh- what? <laughs> I have, and to be clear, he is holding an enormous jar of it. <laughs> It's they like did they not... forgot to do the scene where they send him some of the makeup for analysis that then he used no, they like do. an idiot. They did. Wait, did they? They did have a scene where they sent it for analysis, but they just put some <laughs> on the comp powder. They did not send a whole jar back. Right, because that's that that's the traditional move, right? Like, oh, let's send him this box of cookies that make you fat. Jerry, why'd you eat them, you idiot? <laughs> Although, one time they did, like, teleport a fake dog toy over to him, I right. guess. I, I guess it's possible, but Jerry! Right, yeah. We are 90... This is the 94th time that you have had them on a mission. You... Uh, Jerry. Yeah. You fucking idiot. I swear to God. They just... He's like, I'm just... had a really bad reaction, and Whoop has checked out what's in this thing. And it has the DNA of very expressive people in it and the emotions they were feeling at the time. What? I could not speak. I could not form a reaction. The emotional DNA. I I don't understand what happened here. Everything is fucking crazy. It's just... So, when she, like, shot them with a thing, did she already know their emotions? Or were those... I I, I don't know. I I, I don't know. I can't answer any questions about this. (laughs) Yeah, no, there's no answer. But Uh, I have so many questions. Well, that's tough shit. We don't know. Um... They see the boat getting away, and they go, hey, Jerry, we could use a boat. And he just throws his hands up and goes, Ugh. And then a boat appears in front of them. <laughs> it's really funny. <laughs> he just moans until a boat appears. <laughs> <laughs> and then Clover like yells, thanks, Jerry. Thanks for the boat. And then he's like, Ugh. And then they close the compounder and drive off. Well, I think Clover says, hey, why don't you try smiling? <laughs> but... <laughs> uh, so we see Miss Vanity shooting her enormous makeup gun at just people who are walking by the river. Uh, this is a very inefficient method of delivery, but okay. Yeah. Um, so the boat catches up to them, and they are dodging shots from Miss Vanity now, even though it, in theory, would not hurt them. Because they've already been hit by it, so it doesn't really matter. But yeah. they say that they can't get close enough with the ship. We're going to have to switch to the hoverboards. So well, why I, I think she, she shoots the, the boat and it, like, sinks the boat, doesn't it? 
No, it just like stops moving. I don't know. I I cannot tell if it did something to the boat or if they just stopped moving. I thought it was just enough like water pressure basically that it flipped the boat over. It didn't flip the boat, I don't think. But you know, it could have, I guess. Um anyway, they all like get on hoverboards and they get close to Miss Vandy's ship and they all jump on and there's a just a really close shot of them all landing on the ship, but it's only focused on their legs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's weird. Their legs they get and like the whole belly that, and yeah, waist. They, they definitely draw the lines of their thighs meeting their yeah. It's yeah. <sighs> and then Miss Vanity calls down her mavens, and no, they're gonna the, go the fight. The ship hundred percent sinks. Does it? Okay. Yeah. Alright. Yeah, that's the other thing, is that she refers to her henchwomen as maidens. Pretty good. Mm. Pretty good. Um, and they all jump down, and then they grab these enormous containers of makeup, and then they put them on themselves, and then they turn invisible, and then they go, oh shit, that's some high-quality concealer. Oh, fuck. Do you get it? And then... I do. <laughs> do you get it? I do. And then Alex goes, how can we fight when we can't see? And then, like, her backpack gets tugged and she falls down. Yeah. And then, like, Sam gets hit, too. And then, uh, or no, Clover does. And then Sam very explicitly gets grabbed by the tits. (laughs) And there is a handprint. Yeah. Like, in the middle of her chest. Yeah. I just covered this exact scenario in the Amory score. Right. And there's a handprint on her tits. Yeah. It's not as For bad as the Amory sake. score. It's not as bad, but it's still not good. No. Um, but Sam goes, all right, well, I guess I'll just use my makeup to combat theirs. And then she, like, blows some powder out of a compact. And then the bad guy's invisibility just goes away. Right, they, didn't, they blew like, all their animation budget so they can't draw, like, you seeing their silhouettes in the smoke. They just make them become visible. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so they all just, like, instantly knock the other three off the ship, and then they call Gladys to pick them up for some reason? I mean, but, okay, who are sure. you gonna call between Gladys and Jerry? Especially Sad Jerry. I don't wanna talk to Sad Jerry. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, I, so, I don't wanna talk to normal uh, Jerry, so I definitely don't wanna talk to Sad Jerry. Uh, Miss Vanity is like, okay, so you've defeated my three superpower heroes, but you, you cleared are the other dungeons. Right. <laughs> You're not ready for my enormous thing of hairspray. And then she sprays it, and it shoots us a big pink goop. Like everything else that happens in this episode. Yeah. And then uh, they dodge it real quick. Alex gets hit, and she gets trapped under a big, enormous, like, iceberg of a shit. Yeah. And then Sam's like... Uh, another shot goes by, and Sam goes, Oh, she must be getting tired. Her aim is really bad. And then Miss uh, Vanity shoots, and it bounces off Does a life preserver. That's a fucking trick shot. <laughs> yeah, and then Sam's like, oh, fuck, I jinxed it. Yeah. And then gets hit in the fucking face. Yeah, bounces it off of, yeah, uh, lifesaver and into her. Yeah, and so, but it doesn't cover Sam's eyes, Yeah, I guess. It leaves a very convenient window. Yeah. And Clover looks over, she's like, what am I supposed to do? And Sam's like, the magnet. And then we see Clover realize, oh, I can use this magnet for something. So she, like, jetpacks up and flies around the top of the hairspray can. 
so that the magnet pulls it and angles it towards Miss Vanity. Yeah. Which I... Sure. Sure. Whatever. Like, I guess that's kind of clever, but she gets stuck, and then suddenly... Hey, you guys want to see this uh, screenshot I just took? Okay. No, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! I, yeah. Yup. Yup, yep. that is Sam getting her tits grabbed, ain't it? It sure She's is. She's very happy for it. Um. Also, uh, so a whoop a helicopter shows up, or airship, I guess, shows up, and it has a big net with the three uh, girls they knocked off earlier. They look really naked. <laughs> like, they look extremely naked up in this net before they zoom in, mm-hmm. and I'll show you guys, because yeah. they just keep doing horny shit. It's Yeah, and they sure do. There's three naked girls in that net, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. Uh, we, we get the capture. Apparently, Jerry has made the transition from uh, L.A. to Paris very quickly, because he's up in the ship. Sure. Uh, and we cut back to Whoop, wherein um, Jerry's like, you know, I think I'm going to be more careful next time I use concealer. And they, like, shame him for using makeup. Yeah. Which, what? Yeah, guys, come on. Like, for a second, I think they're going to let it go because, like, Clover doesn't say anything about it. And she goes, by the way, stop using makeup forever. Idiot. Stupid. You're a boy. Dummy. Uh, and they, like, go on and specifically say the phrase Miss Vanity's makeup four more times. Yeah. Uh, while they're describing how only a cabbage and garlic... Uh, facial scrub can reverse the effects of the makeup. Right. Which apparently makes their entire body smell bad because they're smelling like their hands and arms. That's true. But whatever. Uh, Clover's like, it doesn't matter what anybody smells like. Everything still sucks. Clover is now where, like, her hair is still kind of messy and she's just got, like, an open button up, a t shirt, and jeans. Yeah, which is, like, supposed to be a bad look. Right. She I looks, guess. Yeah. She looks perfectly like, fine. Yeah. Well, I think it was... Is it bad? And is it way too Ashley to go, like, I kind of dug this look? No, it's, No, I knew you would. Yeah. It's like, this is extremely an Ashley look. Yeah. But uh, she bumps into Hot Boy, uh, and he looks like he's like, oh, Clover, I barely recognize you. It is something that, like, someone who has given up at life has exactly my outfit. <laughs> Yeah, but see, if you're putting effort into it, this is called fashion. Okay. Uh, Clover bumps into the hot boys. He comes around the corner, and he sees her hair. Okay. Real fucking quick. Yeah. yeah. Go call someone out at my work who doesn't listen to this so I can do that. Okay. Okay. Uh, there's a dude at my work, like, complaining about some person's, like, outfit. Like, they, he, like, thought their jacket was stupid. Okay. Whatever. Sure. My man was wearing sandals, a grumpy cat t-shirt, fucking like pajama pants, like, God. How are you allowed to show up to work like that? (sighs) I, did the shirt say, I don't hate you, I hate everyone? Ah. I think it may have. It probably did, right? Yeah. 
kind of top class humor you could get on Grumpy Cat shirts. Yeah. Um, Clover bumps into the hot boy and he goes, wow, Clover, I barely recognize you. You look exactly like my girlfriend back home because he's obviously a transfer student. Uh, he shows her a picture of Clover if she was kind of brunette, had like poofier shirts and was yeah. a little more tan. Yeah. Uh, he's like, wow, you look just like her now. Anyway, bye. Um, and she's like, oh my God, wait, he didn't reject me because I looked bad. He rejected me because he had a girlfriend. Uh, and then Mandy pops around the corner and goes, you better get used to it if you look like that. And then she opens someone's locker. Yeah. A locker that contains a mirror. Very much like the mirror that Clover was looking to earlier this episode, but it cannot be Clover's because it is on the end. Right. It is on the end of a locker row. And also, there are just dudes t-shirts in there. And also what I assume is just, like, a bag of drugs up top. <laughs> There's just, like, this white paper bag up there. It's probably drugs. Probably. Anyway, Clover looks at it and goes, oh, my God, how could I have slipped so far? And Alex is like, yeah, you know, you could probably start by brushing your fucking hair and your teeth. And Clover's like, actually, no, I'm going to go put on a bunch of makeup. Animal. Uh, and that's where the episode ends, with Clover ditching school to go put on makeup. Yep. Uh, there's a vlog about how Clover says sushi is very healthy and good for you. Uh, and she goes, I love octopus, and then picks up an octopus and goes, what is this? <laughs> I was like, what? what is this? Uh, and then it starts moving. And then she's like, you know what? Actually, maybe sushi's bad, actually. And I'm going to call, like, a vegan delivery service? Yeah. The end of this episode. Really ahead of the curve. Yeah. Uh, Tilly Spies. It, getting Uber Eats right, right. now. Getting Uber Eats really early on. Getting that Munch Squad thing going. Oh, God. So that's the end of that episode. It sure is. Um, Is that... I think that might be the horniest. Uh, I really... What are the other ones that I, are, like, in contention for horniest? Well, it's always the feeder. It's always the feeder one. Right. But I feel like... They really just went for it more with this one. The weird thing about this one is that, like you said, I'm sure the frozen emotion thing is a fetish, but it's, like, not the focus of the horniness in the episode, you know? Well, right, but six six different fetishes in this episode that are all very well animated. It's a horny constellation. (laughs) This is a horny ensemble cast. (laughs) You, yeah, you, I you just got the frozen faces. Really you got, a horny Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> you, you got the frozen faces, you got the baby talk, you got the inflation, you've got... I just want to point out real quick, Ashley, horny Grey's Anatomy is just Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, yeah. I just was trying to think of an like ensemble show that would be funny to say. Alright, that's fair. Um, I, I think this one wins. I think this one takes it. You might be right. I truly think this is the horniest episode we've ever watched, especially with the bondage with Sam smiling. You cannot. Yeah, that really puts it over the top and put Sam over the top. Well, no, she's under the top, Ashley. That's kind of how it works when you're tied (laughs) up, please. Listen, you can be, you know, a submissive top. It can work that way. It's called a switch, Ashley. Could you put get your normie ass out of here, please? No. Uh, anyway, that was the end of this episode of Totally Spies. Um, let's dig into some comments here. 
Uh, I do want to point out. I'm gonna start this wrong with a with a strong one here. Okay. okay. Uh, from Becca Soto, one year ago, just goes to show you being yourself and going with the all natural look is a lifesaver. That's true. All right. Uh, a lot of people. Uh, no, <laughs> Ron Fu, one year ago, replied to this comment and said, "My fave is Sam." <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> uh, uh, yes, Ashley. Over on the uh, the official one. Our good friend Minecraft Gamer. I like it. I'm a boy watching. I watch all episodes. Great. <laughs> good for you. Yeah. You know what? Absolutely. You do you, do you. Help trees knee, which, okay, help and trees are in all caps, and there's just a lowercase n-i at the end. Knee. Uh, says in all capital letters, I live in France. It's amazing. <laughs> um... First of all, I'm not going to call out every comment that just says my favorite is X, but I love every single one of them. Yes. Um, you're all very cute and pure. Uh, Angel Martin, one year ago, I hate it when Clover is sad. Aww. Oh, buddy, it's okay. Yeah. She gets happy later. Yeah, uh, it's going to be okay. Nine months ago, dream big. Chokers were a thing way back. What is it, well, see, the thing about chokers is that they're actually now trans only. You can only wear a choker if you're a trans girl, mm-hmm. and that's just the law. Yeah. Uh, not in response to the last comment I read, but further down the the thread, if Help Tree's knee lives in France, how come she or he can talk English and has an English YouTube name? <laughs> Follow the fucking money. Dark Rose one year ago says I live in Canada and I would like to go to Paris But I'm sick of plane rides and plane food Okay Okay And then they just And they replied to their own comment And just said Ontario (laughs) (laughs) Werehog fan 18 Took things to a dark place (laughs) Oh no I love this show when I was little But I didn't understood it at the time This episode is pretty much about what leads to people To depression if this wasn't a kid's show, Clover would have become suicidal and used one of her gadgets to kill herself. Whoa! Whoa. I, wait, okay, hold on. This There's a conversation thread here. Dark Mario 720 says, Werehog fan 18. And let me just stop to say I love that Mario is stepping in to talk to the werehog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is where they have to go to the Olympics together. This is where I say I the think you assume too much about this show. Now, don't get me wrong. The show does have deeper messages here and there. But I don't think it would go as deep as suicide. Just saying. Werehog fan 18. I guess you ha- I guess you have a point. Forgive me. I was thinking too deep about it. <laughs> then oh, Jim Chan you. Uh, jumps in. Clover will never do it because she is Clover. And then decides to add in a separate comment. She got friend. <laughs> <laughs> From, uh, Thank you to Dark Mario for pulling Dark Werehog out of the darkness there. Yeah. You really. Yeah. I hope you guys have a great time at the Dark Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> uh, from France, uh, Magidia. Clover was having a case of depression. Damn. That's serious. <laughs> <laughs> um, that guy who made the comments role playing with the uh, episode is here again. Oh, no. Yeah. What's he got to say? Ben Donovan, let's go. Ben Donovan, nine months ago at 9.41, timestamp, runs to ladies and Sam, Clover, and Alex. Come on, ladies, you have to get out of here. Follow me. 
Sam, Clover, Alex, and I, the ladies and I, escape. Quick, in here. We go inside a building. Sam, call Jerry. He and the agents can get these ladies to safety. It's Here's the thing. I need to know how old Ben Donovan is because that really, that changes whether this is cute or sad. Yeah, he's got 10 subscribers. Let me see if he has any videos. He does not have any videos. Because if that is a kid, that's adorable. If that person's 40, I have issues. He's subscribed. All right, let's go down the subscriber list of things he's subscribed to. This feels like it could go very quickly. (laughs) Maybe we should not do this. (laughs) I just do want to point out that they are subscribed to Katy Perry Vivo. So, you know, you do you. Sure. Uh, yeah, I, you know, I can't glean any real information from this because they have hundreds of follows, so... Yeah. I, uh, YouTube is a weird thing. Yep. From JKKS. They joined say, March 3rd, 2014. I'm going to assume that's when they were first old enough to join YouTube, and it is a kid, and it's cute. Uh, I hope so. Sam dot 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 dot, and then, like, kind of weird horny face, then a flower... Then four weird horny faces, then a flower again, then a weird horny face with a flower. All right. All righty. Oh, my God. Jackie uh, Barron says, Sam the smart, Alex the athletics, and Clover the confidence. <laughs> She's the con. <laughs> okay. Um, do we have any more comments? I have one last one I would like to read here. Um, from Claire Urbistondo, four months ago, says... It's okay, Clover. I was also once called Carol. Ha <laughs> <laughs> uh, Oh, yep, there. Oh, no. Ben Donovan, nine months ago, from 837 to 846, says, Wolf whistles. These ladies are hot. Oh. With about 12 exclamation points. Well, again, in my head canon, he is 15, so that's fine. Like, listen, he's just okay. a baby. He thinks the teenagers are... <laughs> I have a great one to end on, I think. Okay. Okay, please. Uh, four months ago, edited from Horny and Violent, whose oh. uh, avatar is just a picture of a butt. Okay. <laughs> Clover kind of sounds like Summer from Rick and Morty. Oh, no. Lord. Uh, so, okay, I, I need to... this. There's no other place for me to say this, and I'm just gonna say it here. So I, I have I listen I have a Spotify account that I've listened to at work, and so I listen to the, like mm-hmm. this you know the stuff they suggest because sometimes it's stuff I really like. And I was doing that with a song recently, and I'm like, yeah, this is pretty good. I kind of like weird love song, and then like it's like wait why like like Rick's a kind of weird day to be singing about though. Let me look at the, like, cover art for this. Oh, no, this is a Rick and Morty fan song. Oh, no, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Well, rip. I'm sorry, Ashley, but we have to banish you now, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, do we have questions? Yes, we do. Because I feel like the answer is about to be God do we. <laughs> God do we. Yeah. Uh, I said, listen, it was horny this up. Clover decides to just give up, and the girls are forced to have certain emotions after they're shot with makeup. Ask about makeup, Paris missions, and inflating suits. 
Okay. Uh, I'm going to start with a nice one uh, from at Mike Loves Rabbits. How about a nice off-topic question? Coffee or tea? Uh, tea. I don't like coffee, like, at all. It's too bitter for me. I can't do it. Yeah, I'm definitely more. I don't have a lot of tea, but if I have a choice, it'll be tea. Nah, I'm coffee. Well, Luke, it's been nice knowing you. Yep, goodbye. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right, then. Uh... Uh, sorry, I'm having a conversation with Pris because she just walked in the door, oh. and I'm trying not to speak, and we're trying to whisper at each other. Gotcha. Not going great. <laughs> uh, from at Witsuwaru, uh, everyone knows inflatable suits are for volcano missions. How many volcanoes need to go off before Root stops the angels? What? Oh, because... Because okay. Asuka. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that episode and of then, Evangelion. Yeah, and then there's a gif of Asuka with the inflated suit. I gotcha, I gotcha. I've never watched the television show Neon Genesis Evangelion. Well, there's an episode where there's, like, a baby monster, like, hatching from an egg inside a volcano, and they make her an inflation suit to go down. That is, I guess, going to protect her from the lava. It's got, like, coolants in it. Yeah. That's weird. To go down and and fight it. Oh, it's 100% weird. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's a weird show. All righty. But, like, not weird in the way Evangelion's usually weird. Right. Just, like... There's a whole middle part of Evangelion that feels like they really didn't even need to have it, but they needed enough episodes to make a whole show. Yeah. Uh, well, I might as well just get this one over with. Uh, from Matt Chum Percival. Are you folks familiar with slob fetishes? I mean, sure. I, like, I have a vague idea of what you just said. Sean, yeah. I, for, I some, went, for some reason, I still follow your Tumblr. Of course I do. <laughs> which, which means that we did leave out one star in the constellation. Yeah, no, apparently we add need to add one more. <laughs> uh, oh. And then why did Vandy look like she waltzed in from a different show? I don't, yeah, uh, and she does, and I don't really know why. They didn't draw her better this time. They drew everybody else really good, but they just were like, I don't know, throw the Mandy from last up in there. Who cares? Yeah. It's not like she's the best part of the show or anything, you fucking monsters. <laughs> no, not, not Mandy. Vanity. Oh, I thought you said Mandy. Uh, Vanity, they drew her too good. Yeah. Well, That's it, it the does thing. have a slightly different art style, too. Like, her eyes are bigger it, than everyone yeah, else's. Yeah, there's something weird going on like, there. Yeah. It's like it's like done by a guest artist. Yeah. Yes. God. Uh, from at Avengerfire, wow, I can't believe the Emoji movie ripped off Totally Spies. <laughs> Very, fuck. We caught another one. Yep. I I did look over to Molly and go, uh, oh, this is where they make emojis when we got to the makeup scene. <laughs> it That's where they make emojis. Uh, also, since this is partially a modeling episode, what kind of new, hot new fashion trends can we hope to see from spring? Um... Four spring. Pants with one leg, probably. Yes. Gonna bring that Zack Ryder look in. We've stopped asking, which way would dogs wear these pants? And we've just taken an entire leg off. Yes. And so now... We're asking how humans can wear wear, wear these pants. Yeah, how do humans wear this? Um, yeah, let's get to the next one. Uh, from Matt Tabletop Camera, why is makeup so complicated? I started wearing lick up, uh, lipsticks lately, and it looks good. It's good. Uh, and it bumps me out that it's way easier to just get away with like 
kind of being a bit sloppy and ha- like not really paying too much attention through through the day. Because listen, you know, I put lipstick on because I like to look good, but also I work at like behind a computer in a enclosed space with like ten people from the entirety of my day, and no one can see me. I'm yeah, not like absolutely. looking like. Making sure that my makeup is up to, you know, snuff every second of every day. Mm-hmm. And it's really hard to do that with, like, black, like, lipstick. Like, it's really hard to, like, have that goth, like, look. And not, like, be on top of it all the time. Yeah. Well, it's very yeah. easy to do that with pink lipstick. Mother, what I'm saying is that being a goth is hard. It's hard being a goth. It's hard and no one understands. No, I think a lot of people understand. I think a lot of people are goths. Yeah, maybe. Uh, from at the dead god, what expression would someone permanently freeze your face ass? Like, so yeah, what would our DNA emotion be? Um, I'm sorry, one more time? Uh, what expression would your, would someone permanently freeze your face ass? If they pulled an emotion out of my DNA, what would it be? Is that the question, yes. do you think? I, or I think that is the question. If they pulled an emotion out of me. Hmm. Spite? Listen, there's a lot. Fight is definitely an emotion that <laughs> I do a lot. No, I said spite, but also fight. Oh, spite and also... Spite is probably tops. <laughs> I do a lot of things out of spite. Mostly, if, like, in spite of me, but <laughs> I do it for spite. Uh, Luke, what emotion would people get out of you? Um, anxiety, probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of a top-tier like, answer. Uh... Yeah. Ashley, what about you? Is gay an emotion? <laughs> I mean, a lot of people talk about how gay they are constantly, so if it's not, then I don't understand it. Yeah, that, I, I think, think that, you did, yeah. 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 I think gay could be it. Uh, okay. From Janosha uh, Gal, real question. How do you start learning about makeup when you're, like, 20? Uh, d- YouTube tutorials, yeah. basically. I also have been too scared to do that, so I'm just going off what other people have told me that I've been too scared to do. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> I wish Julie was here. She would know. Yeah. <laughs> She knows everything. <laughs> from at Pinmon, what are each of your favorite hypno tr- uh, tranks from Metal Gear Solid Four? I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, yes. Yeah, so, in Metal Gear Solid Four, I really the- just brought this up so Luke <laughs> could explain what the fuck this is. Yeah, in Metal Gear Solid Four, there is uh, four bosses you fight. They're the the Beauty and the Beast unit. And they're all sexy ladies in power armor that are all shaped like animals that are based on the bosses from the first game. You got Laughing Octopus, Raging Raven, Crying Wolf, and uh, Screaming Mantis. And uh, they're all named that because all the women are like weird emotional wrecks because of war trauma that like Laughing Octopus was a prisoner of war and she ended up breaking out of the prison and murdering everyone and breaking down. And now she just laughs all the time and that kind of thing. 
So after you beat the game on New Game Plus, you get special ammunition based on each of them. You get four types of emotion bullets that you can shoot uh, enemies with, and they will be overwhelmed with the emotion you give them. So if you want to just play that game as the Joker, you can just get a bunch of laugh bullets and shoot them, and they will just fall to the ground laughing until they start foaming at the mouth. Luke, that's horny. <laughs> uh, Metal Gear is pretty horny. Yeah, actually, somebody's retweeted a Metal Gear Rising gif onto my screen. Yeah, oh, I can see that what, right what now. The, what's the gif? Uh, you know, it's just Raiden killing a bunch of dudes, uh-huh. but Raiden's really fucky. He's got a real robot butt. Isn't yeah. at one point Raiden uh, gets stabbed or stabs someone and like a bunch of like white blood comes out? Right, so R- Raiden is a cyborg... And he has white artificial blood. And uh, there's a point in Metal Gear Solid 4 where he fights Vamp, who was one of the enemies from Metal Gear Solid 2, who is a, uh, like, cybernetically engineered vampire. He was, like, a man that was infused with nanomachines so that he'll always, like, recover from even lethal wounds. And then also he just likes to, like, drink blood. He's like a hemophile because you know how that is okay and uh he confronts Raiden in four after Raiden's been made a cyborg and they start fighting and uh you know uh vamp has the pre-established tendency to like cut somebody and then lick the blood off his knife but Raiden's got white artificial blood so (laughs) that looks like something (laughs) so they fight for I think the cutscene is literally like eight minutes long that's gay. Uh-huh. Uh, well, oh, not even to the gayest parts yet. There is a bit where Vamp, like, tries to, like, get behind Raiden to, like, stab him in the back. And Raiden stabs his samurai sword through his own torso at, like, waist level into Vamp behind him. And then instead of, like, struggling, Vamp, like, goes limp for a second and then reaches around and grabs the hilt of the sword and drives it into both of them deeper. That's so fucking gay. Yeah, and then like near the end of the fight, they've they're both impaled on each other's blades, like inches away from each other's face, covered in Ryan's white blood. And Vamp goes, "Will you be the one to finally finish me?" <laughs> oh boy! Like it's not even accidental. That's just what the scene is supposed to That's be. That's not subtext, right? That is just text. I do love one of my favorite things about Metal Gear that I do know is that uh, yeah, Vamp, he's a dude who loves to drink blood. Yeah. Uh, and, but that's not why he got the nickname Vamp. No, no, it's like, not. Like, don't be stupid. <laughs> don't be ridiculous. His name is Vamp because he's bisexual. God. Yes. Oh, big mood. Yeah. Uh, he, uh, he, the, the, there's a guy, you never actually meet him in the game uh, because he dies off screen before the events of the game, but he was the husband of one of the bosses in MGS2 and was also having an affair with Vamp in MGS2. But I don't think it was like a secret. I think it was just he was Polly. Because Vamp also like really loves and cares about his wife and like they're really close friends. Damn, okay. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, we also have to from Pinball, uh, what would their, 
would their boss moves be based on their most applicable kinks? I don't know if this is about the spies or about us. Oh, boy. I think it has to be about the spies because I don't want to do this for me. <laughs> Seems bad. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, um, Al- uh, Alex is definitely like, tying stuff up, like a lot of ropes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sam's all mind control, so that's obvious. Mm-hmm. No, Clover is. And I thought... No, Sam is definitely mind control. Clover's T- uh, tri- TF stuff. Oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. I got it mixed up. Vamp was not sleeping with her husband. He was sleeping with her dad. Oh. So I oh. guess he's like her father-in-law. Okay. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, God. Uh... <laughs> what, what was the question? Because I was busy looking up Metal Gear Fast. <laughs> what would the spies boss moves, uh, boss fight moves be based on the most apical kinks? Oh, oh. If I thought we were talking about like their kinks, I thought that sounds like what the question is. Yeah. So Alex's is definitely being tied up. Uh, Sam's is. I don't. I don't know what Sam's Power- is because. <laughs> Clover is super into okay, mind control. Yeah. Right. That's okay, what I'm saying. I thought, yeah, I thought she's very the, clearly like, into it. More got most applied to them. Right, right. That also makes sense. I don't know. Uh I mean like Sam is always mind controlled, but I don't know. It, I don't know. I mean, I guess if it was you're fighting Sam as a boss, then it would be like she has some drug that she takes that mind controls her to be like a berserker to fight you, right? No, you'd have to mind control her to yeah, stop probably. to have her stop being like a, a boss. Oh, oh I see. Sure. Uh, from Best Trans Girl, how gay is this episode compared to the other episodes on a scale gay scale of one gayness to ten gayness? You are thinking on the wrong scale, friend. <laughs> you are in the wrong room. Like, yeah, it wasn't like incredibly gay, just there's a lot of horny yeah. Yeah. There's not very much gay, but a whole lot of horny. Uh, from yeah. At Eliza Pre- uh, Prefect, what is each of the spies' preferred form of hypnosis? I'm gonna throw this over to Molly. Oh my god. Why? <laughs> Why would you do this? Because <laughs> you're the expert. Alright, so Clover's is all of them. Uh, I don't know if Alex has one. I, I don't like this. <laughs> Sorry. I don't wanna. <laughs> okay, we'll stop. Uh, but yeah, that's all the questions we have. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Uh, thanks everybody for writing in. I guess. Um, let me see if there's anything in the Gmail before I free us from the uh, question section. Yeah. There are. All right. Wait. Wait. What the <laughs> fuck is this? Oh, what? Uh, from Lore Zenthofer has sent a email to us that just says, Korea, <laughs> Florence, Italy, my parents, cells. Does opening a book count? What? <laughs> Cherubs before they reach maturity. Damn, this is harder than I thought. If I think of more, I'll reply to this email. Have a lovely I'm sure day. we said something earlier on. That was like, hey, like, just write us an email if... But now I am just... I have to go. <laughs> oh, no, we got activated. 
<laughs> oh shit! Fuck. Luke's gonna kill someone now. <sighs> Luke, before you have to leave, can what? you tell us where we can find you online? Uh, uh, sure. Uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter at, at SSJ Speed Racer. I, I really need to leave though. Okay, great. Uh, Ashley, where can we find you online? Oh, you can find me at your brand with an underscore on Twitter and a dash on Tumblr. Okay. Uh, you can also find Ashley's Patreon at patreon.com slash Ashley Lee Minor, where you can give her your mm-hmm. fucking money. God damn it. Do you have anything else you want to plug? I'm sorry. I no, I just, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at your friend Molly with a Y E R. You can find me at batgirl.tumblr.com. You can find me at audioentropy.com doing other stuff. You can find me at ineedmayo.com. Uh, I don't think we'll have an episode this week. I wasn't able to get something prepped for it and Jackson needs some time off. So we're going to be off this week and that's fine. Um, we'll be back soon. Jackson is dealing with their, uh, end of university studies and that's probably going to take up a lot of their time, which is completely understandable because school is more important than anything else. Uh, so hopefully that their stuff goes okay. Good luck, Jackson. Everybody wish Jackson good luck. Uh, you can go to audioentropy.com and hit that donate button in the upper right-hand corner and give us your money uh, to just pay for some hosting on the website. We love that stuff. Um, you can find us on iTunes and leave us a review and a rating and subscribe to us. And we really appreciate everybody who has. You're all very sweet. Thank you. Um, and is there anything I'm forgetting, Ashley? Is there anything out there that I should talk about? Uh, no, I don't think so. Okay. Uh, well, in that case, you want to get us Until... out of here? No, Molly. Next episode. What? Oh, shit. God damn it. All right, hang on. You're going to have to give me a minute now because I fucked it up. I'm sorry. You know, you would think after nearly 100 episodes of this show, I would remember would to do, do this. But no. But I don't. I just, it does not stick in my brain. Uh, the next episode is like So Not Totally Spies, parts one and two. Well, I guess if it's not Totally Spies, oh we should God. stop doing it. Yeah, we should probably stop. It's not the. Should I read this entire summary? <laughs> Might as well. Okay. As they are at the fair, the spies are given three bracelets from an awful woman. Unfortunately, the woman who gives oh, away the bracelets fake. is none other is none other than Helga von Gugen wearing an awful disguise. Worse still, the spies never recognized her and she managed to lure them into her trap. As soon as they put the bracelets on their wrists, the spies suddenly pass out. When they wake up at long last, they forget everything about being spies at Whoop, believing they are ordinary girls. Jerry goes into the fashion store, only to be captured by Lamos and trapped in their submarine. He hears about their evil plan and tries to warn the girls. At school... They hear what Jerry has to say to them. Unfortunately, they do not believe him, and they put the communicator in the trash can. Later, the girls go to a sushi spa, only to be attacked by Terrence, Helga, and Boogie Gus. Luckily, they escape, and they actually want to talk to Jerry to find out what is going on. The girls manage to recover the communicator and speak with Jerry. He says to them, the bracelets on their wrists brainwash their memory of being spies. (laughs) The girls cannot take off the bracelets. They go to help Jerry, but are also captured by Lamos, while 
while Terrence plans to give every Whoop agent a bracelet to make them forget about everything at Whoop and leave so he can take over Whoop. The water breaks the bracelets... Wait, the water breaks the bracelets apart? And the spies' memory of being spies comes back again. At long last, Jerry and the spies defeat Lamos, Terrence, Helga, Von Guggen, Boogie Gus, and save Whoop. In the end, Jerry sends the spies to shopping and says, and the spies say they love the spy job. <laughs> we love spy job. I guess we don't even really need to watch the episode now. That was yeah. pretty much all of it. We'll forget it by, tom- by tomorrow, even. To- yeah, no, absolutely. We will. Fuck. Um... All right. Uh, I think that's all we have to do for this time. Um, Ashley, you want to get us Until out of here? Until next time, keep spying. Undercover. Ah! <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I was actually worried about you, ass.